Hayyayim Yoyim, Gimel Teves, the third day of the month of Teves, which the Gemara says is the coldest month of the year. The Gemara says that it's cuddling season where the body gets warmed from another body, which Chassidus explains is the essence of God connecting with the essence of man. And we find warmth and connection. And uh, in the year that Hayyim was written, this was actually um, the last day of Hanukkah. Many years, Gimel Tevis is actually the last day of Hanukkah. Because Kislev sometimes has 29 days and sometimes has uh, 30 days. This year, as it so happens, today is, uh, I guess you could call it Isruchag. But today is the ninth day. Today is the day after Hanukkah. So, what the Rebbe chose to do today was, this is the first time he does this in Hayyem Yoyim, and he's going to do this many times, is to devote the whole Hayyem Yoyim to Hagois in Teira Arlen Kudetayra. That their notes, the printing mistake, so to speak, in the Teira Arlen Kudetayra, and the Rebbe Rashab corrected it in his Teira and the Rebbe quotes this as the Hayyem Yoyim, which of course... Many have asked, is that the message? Because the Friedrich Rebbe says that every day is like a chamber in a palace, enough to illuminate that day. And it's interesting because the Rebbe does, devotes a number of days. Uh, oh, I don't know how many, probably over 10, uh, maybe 10, whatever it is. This is the whole Hayyim just the Haggah in Taira But uh, I guess first and foremost, the lesson is that we should be learning the Chassidah Parsha. What should illuminate our day? If you learn the Parsha with the Chassidah Parsha, you learn the, the Alter Rebbe as my modem on the Parsha, it should take you starting from Sunday all the way to Shabbos. It should take you every day of the week because if you knew how many words there are, there's a lot of words. And uh, to learn it, you're ready, you have to begin living with the parasha from Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Shabbos. And this is the ultimate. The Rebbe is here to just, uh, so to speak, you know, take you to the next level, to inspire you. What is the Alt Rebbe trying to say? Anyways, so the, um, the Rebbe's first Haggah is and it says, This is actually a pretty fascinating thing. Um, this is something discussed, the Alter Rebbe mentions it in the Tzamech Tzedek, in the first mitzvah, and Derek discusses it as well. Which is, trying to show you the power of Ganeidim. You ready, Gershon? Mm-hmm. You ready for some math, though? How, how did you do in math at school? I did okay. Okay? Okay. So now... I need you to, to, to pay attention. We're going to make a mathematical equation, okay? The Ramban, Nachmanari says that one hour in, this, in, one hour in Gehenna, in hell, right, is the equivalent of suffering of 70 years in this world. Right? 70 years straight of, 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 of suffering. And not just any suffering. The suffering of Job, the man who suffered the most. He lost all of his kids. All of his possessions, fabulously wealthy, completely destroyed. And he had pains on his body from head to toe, from the top of his skull to the bottom of his feet. 
unbelievable suffering. So one hour in Gehenim is worth more than 70, 70 years of Job's life. Now, I need you to calculate. How many hours are in a year? So it says, Dinam Shodeshaim is Yud Beis Chaydesh, 12 months. So if 12, 12 months, that is 360. That's 360. So how many hours are in 360 days of the year? How many hours is that? If you times that by 24. 8,640. 8,640 hours. Which is now... So now, in other words, what? One year in Gehenim is the equivalent of suffering of Job for how many years? For 8,640 years. Imagine that many years of suffering. But then it gets worse. Because there was a Yid who called Acher. His real name was Elisha ben Avuya. And he went to Gehenim after he passed away because he was a terrible sinner. He was one of the greatest rabbis of Israel. Turned complete renegade. Didn't fulfill any... Went against all the mitzvahs. Betrayed his fellow Jews and many other things. So now, Acher, how many years was he in Gehenna? So he passed away. We know that he was a contemporary of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir was a student of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva was executed by the Romans in the, in the 130s, after the rebellion of Bar Kokhba. Rabbi Meir, so Acher passed away approximately around the year 150, right? Now generations go by and the smoke is still rising from his grave. He's still in Gehenna. In the times of Rabbi Shem Bar Yochai, in the times of Rabbi Nuakadosh, Rabbi Huda Nasi, all of a sudden, in the times of Rabbi Yochanan, finally, the smoke stops when Rabbi Yochanan passes away. When does Rabbi Yochanan pass away? In the year one seventy nine, which means that he's in Gehenna for how many years? A hundred and thirty years. Now, originally, he wasn't in Gehenna. Rabbi Meir prayed that he should go to Gehenna, and he said, "It's better to go to Gehenna." in order that he should be able to go to Gan Because if he would have stayed in limbo, he wouldn't have been able to go to Gan He said, it's better to go to Gehenim. But how many years did he end up spending in Gehenim? 130 years, from the year 150 to the year 280. My dear friends, based on the calculation we said before, 8,640 years of suffering of Job, times that by 130. Where are we holding? Gershon, you said you're good at you said you, you were good at math. I'm good. I'm joking. I'm joking. One, one million one hundred and twenty three thousand two hundred. No, 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 no. Something's off. Talk to me. One second. Eight thousand. One hundred thirty years. One hundred. One second. Eight six forty. Let's start again. That means we're off. Um, seventy. 70, one second, an hour, okay, you see, I'm not good at math, let's start again from the beginning, an hour of suffering, an hour in Gehenim is the equivalent of 70 years, right, yeah. there's 8,000, oh, here's where we went wrong, I figured it out, right, there's 8,640 hours in a year, you have to times that by 70, you understand, yeah, times that by 70, that's, this is where we went wrong. You times that by 70, you end up with 604,800. 604, that's how many years 
of suffering is equivalent of one year in Gehenim. Times 604,800 by 130 years. When Amyeichna passes away, finally he gets to go to Gan Eden. How many years are we talking about, Howard? How many years? Okay, uh, my number is 78,624,000. So in other words, it's worthwhile, which is an unfathomable amount of time. It's worth it to suffer for 78,624,000 years of Job's suffering in order to go into Ganeidah. In other words, the pleasure of Ganeidah is so infinite, it's so vast, it's so unbelievable, it's so unfathomable that this is worth it. And the Tzemach Tzedek says that there's no pleasure in this world which is worth a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of any suffering. You know, if, if a pleasure costs too much money, no one's interested anymore. You understand? If you're going to have to suffer physically, you're not interested anymore. The pleasure simply doesn't add up. The fact that such suffering could be worth it, mutav, the Gemara says, in order to be able to go to Ganeida, this is just the lower level of Ganeida. Right shows you that we're not even talking about something which is which is within the realm of of, of imagination. So if anyone tells you that Chassidus doesn't have Musr, <laughs> tell them it's not true. But anyways, um, uh, but if you look in the if you look in the Maimer, the way the Alter Rebbe wrote it, the way it was printed was Ein Kedai Kol which means all of the punishments are nothing in comparison. Neged Tainu the pleasure of Ganeidim. So the Deborah Hashab said that's wrong. It's not like all of that's nothing. You can't tell me that 78 million years of suffering is nothing. No biggie, no biggie, you're going to go to Ganeidin soon. It's big deal, but it's worth it. Kedai. Kedai, it's worth it. That's the, that's the, that's the change in the gear. So the second change is, The Mashiach is the level, it said, The the, the essence, the core of Arachanpin, which is the level of divine will, but he says the word Aleph Aleph is supposed to be Ein Saif, the essence of the infinite light of God, and not the premise of Arachanpin. Everybody have a fantastic day.